0: Hey everybody, welcome to another night of Walk It Out. My name's Gretchen Cannon, the community pastor here at Grace Church, and I have Steve Eden, our senior pastor, with me here today. And Annie and I have been talking through the values, like what a value is, why do we have them, and then Grace Church's existence of advancing God's kingdom one-hearted time as well as our aligning values. And last week we talked about uh, living by uh, under God's new covenant economy. Mm-hmm. And uh, we wrapped up last week with talking about different resources. And Steve's new book, The True Nature of God, was one. And so I wanted to have him on. There you go. Right there. Can <laughs> I hold it up higher? <laughs> hold there it up you go. higher. There you go. And I uh, wanted to have him on just to talk about the, the book and... Um, uh, why you wrote it, what, just some of the benefits. So sometimes like um, those of us that aren't great readers or mm-hmm. speed readers, yeah. I, I really need to know a purpose of a book before I'm going to give myself to it. Well, um, and even like we were sense. talking
1: before we came on, how it, how it applies to the new covenant economy, mm-hmm. because who we believe God is completely affects yeah. how we relate to him yeah. And either we're doing that as as I talk about in chapter four, like he's our heavenly Father mm-hmm. who picks us up when we fail; he's yeah. there to teach us, love on us, those right. those type of things. Or is he the uh, Godfather, mm-hmm. the mob boss mm-hmm. who will break your legs, right. uh, give your family cancer if mm-hmm. you cross him? You know. So that's that's major important to mm-hmm. one of our. Aligning values is who God really is at his core.
0: Yeah. So the aligning value we're talking about is that we live under God's new covenant economy, knowing that God is Mm -hmm. Christ-like, that we wholeheartedly reject transactional relationships, transactional living, and we embrace the relationship that Christ has freely given us Right. through grace mm-hmm. and uh romans six fourteen, which is my favorite verse of all times mm-hmm. uh, but that one goes with it for sin shall not have dominion over you for you are under the you're not under the law, but you're under grace. Yeah. And uh, I know Annie and I talked about that a couple of weeks ago. And so we're going to dive in just to some different aspects of this book and even tying it back to the process of transformation, uh, our definition of a disciple, mm-hmm. somebody that abides in him, walks in his ways, does his works, um, different things like that. So uh, I think like for me, my understanding of why you wrote this book is... Um, This is kind of one of like the top two assignments the Lord's given you. Mm -hmm. And people, I know you were preaching it here a while back on um, uh, building a culture, a kingdom culture, right? Embracing uh, kingdom culture. It was Centrality centrality of Jesus Jesus Jesus. in
1: 2021. Early on in the year, I had three Sundays that I talked about one of the works of Jesus was to reveal the true nature of God. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so people would come and say, you need to put this all down in a book.
1: Yeah. They're like, i never heard yeah. anything like this. Can this be your next book? I had yeah. three people ask if I would do that. Right. And so at the end of 2021, mm-hmm. I did.
0: Yeah. And so some of you that have been around here a lot are probably like, what do you mean you haven't heard anything like this? Because we hear it from you all the time, do we not? That and the true you of who we are in Christ, that's just the assignment, the message, the kingdom message that he's put in you. Two
1: major components, Mm -hmm. I think, of our assignment over these 20 plus years is uh, the true you, our identity in Christ, who he says we are. But I think it's also the revelation of who God is. Mm -hmm. Think of those two pillars. Mm -hmm. Who is God really at his core? And then who does that make us? And though, when if you get those revelations, that is a perfect recipe for intimacy mm-hmm. relationship that you know you and I both agree uh, God designed us for, and right. and started creation uh, with that in mind yeah. that we would have this intimate day to day, heart to heart, spirit to spirit, thought to thought. Mm-hmm connection with the living God and out of that that he his nature Mm -hmm. would be revealed in a physical natural realm because he is spirit but he uh, he loves to be on display Mm -hmm. he loves for people to see him as he really is and so it's been a struggle for me growing up uh, over many years I'm sure many people as we've heard Mm -hmm. have struggled in the body of Christ uh, diagnosing who he really is, and right. so Jesus Christ comes and answers that question. That was a question I think, as you read through the Old Testament, uh, you see uh, cities wiped right. out, even women and children right. that are that are killed. Uh, we needed to know who God really was at his core. Right. And while the Old Testament reveals God's nature towards sin, mm-hmm. He's not a big fan. The reason He's not is sin and mankind are. Uh, not affinities mm-hmm. <laughs> sin doesn't look good on us it may be a custom but it's not good for us it's not natural for us yeah it's actually missing the mark of the only image we were ever mm-hmm. created to bear that's his image so the old testament reveals god's nature towards sin nobody's born again so yeah he's using blessing and cursing mm-hmm. reward and punishment there uh, to hold down sin until jesus christ comes and in the New Covenant, he reveals God's nature towards the sinner. Right. And his nature towards us, his true heart towards us is to save, not destroy. I think there's three different times that Jesus said uh, to somebody, disciples or whoever, hey, I didn't come here to destroy men's mm-hmm. lives. I came to save them.
0: Right, right. Uh, I
1: didn't come to condemn. John three seventeen. I came to save. Um, Mark 12 is, an, is another one. I didn't come to uh, judge. Mm-hmm. I came to save.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think it's so important, and so those of you, um, it, whether you attend her or whether you don't, this is this is vital <laughs> for mm-hmm. your w- relationship with the Lord, for yeah. you to understand it, and for you to be able to relate to others in this way and help them understand it. Right. And um, so, those of you that maybe are parents of of younger kids, um, there's a resource called the Jesus Storybook Bible that I highly recommend you get into the culture of your home mm-hmm. because it's a it's not a bi- like it's just talks about stories through the bible but every story story yeah. from genesis all the way through does exactly what he says and it points to the goodness of god to who he is and to the rescuer that comes the yeah. every, story. every story and so it's so important that this mindset get in everybody not just adults that can read the book yeah and by the way uh so you probably don't know but uh our family is reading this i challenged them because they love to eat johnny's italian and Shawnee and and choctaw yeah and so i said all right it's due by this date everybody has to have it read and then you have to bring two things that you learned or stuck out to you or whatever and it's why it's reading it every couple chapters he'd come in and he'd go mom are you sure I have not read this book? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sure you have not read this book, son. Why? I Like this, are you sure? Like I have read this somewhere. Yeah. I have heard this. Yeah. And it's because of... He's heard it. He's heard it. Yeah. And I was like, that is music to my ears. Yeah. Because yeah. it's so familiar to him. And I'm like, no, I mean, he just got it published, yeah. you know. Right. And so... Um, So let's talk about where you can get the book before we dive into it. And I forget that part. I
1: have some copies in my office. That's always limited, you know, based on who comes by and gets one. They're $5.
0: And Uh, when we're here and when we're not.
1: Those types of things. And then the consistent place is Amazon.com. If they'll just search Steve Eden, Mm -hmm. uh, it'll come up. All the books will come up.
0: Yeah. And so is it available Kindle as well? And and yes. regular okay uh-huh. I thought so but yes. I wasn't I hadn't checked that not for audible sure. but yeah. Kindle yes I know we haven't mm-hmm. got you on the audible yeah. thing yet we're working on it
1: <laughs> yes I need to
0: do it <laughs> We need to do it so uh, it, did I hit it right on why you wrote the book like anything else on that
1: that it's one of the uh, core assignments that lives lives in my yeah. heart and our heart
0: mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I think that's certainly true I think there's Unction provided in that, but I also think that in 2021, early on, I was just reminded how uh, impactful this truth yeah. really is. Yeah. That, and, and to me, I don't just write the books because I want to help Grace Church people. I want to help people all over the world mm-hmm. to understand, and I think this God is Christ-like mm-hmm. is a revelation that the whole world needs right. because there's so much... Where God gets credit for stuff he's not doing. Blowing up, you know, the Murrah building or the Twin Towers and oh, you know, God's judging New York City. Really? Well, why do you select those people right. to just kill them okay. and all the rest of us are here? And even when you're talking about children that are killed in typhoons or floods in New Orleans or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um it's just such a terrible um interpretation of who God is right. when they start thinking he's come to steal and to kill and to destroy people when uh, jesus said in john 14 9 if you've seen me you've seen the father mm-hmm. john 10 30 he says i and the father are one, one. right uh, hebrews 1 3 he uh, says that jesus christ is the express image of god's mm-hmm. nature mm-hmm. colossians 1 15 says that he's the christ is the visible representation yeah, the of the invisible god, god. Right, and yeah. so Uh, It's not like we're just grasping at straws scripture because people will use scripture to justify God's the one who flooded New Orleans or God poured out wrath or judgment on this. And yet it is it is the same scripture that tells us if you want to know who God is, you want to know his nature. Look at Jesus Christ. He is the true revelation of the nature of God.
0: Right. I love that. Annie and I covered a lot of those scriptures in our first two weeks. It's so important. If you know how to eat the word that you eat those yeah, and uh, get into them and see what it really mm-hmm. means to you and what the word of the Lord is to you personally mm-hmm. about those things.
1: Jesus not so, only clarifies it, even the gospel of John chapter one, verse 18. I mean, you can't get more clear than this. And I encourage you to look at it in mm-hmm. the amplified as well. But it says uh, nobody has seen God at any time. And yet the one and only begotten Son of God, uh, who's from the, the bosom, the heart of the Father, he has come and disclosed him, uh, brought him out into the open yeah. for all of us to see. And that's beautiful because if God is Christ-like, and Mm -hmm. he is according to scripture, Mm -hmm. he's approachable, Gretchen. He's trustable. He's lovable. Mm -hmm. And he not only means well, he means us well.
0: I love there's a part in your book where you referenced um, in Exodus 24, I think, and I I don't know exactly where it is, but you referenced that scripture about where God was even telling him back then of his goodness.
1: Oh, yeah, to pass by yeah. and I'll show my goodness yeah. to you. So God refers to himself as good.
0: In Exodus 24, In like, yeah, even though when. you see all this stuff, yeah. this is who I really am. And going back to like, I'm going to bring the visible representation of who I am one yeah. day. You know? And there's
1: a whole chapter in mm-hmm. the, the book on that. Why in a person? Right. Why not reveal himself in a book or a text message or a letter or whatever? Mm-hmm. Because we're not letters. We're not books. We're human beings. Mm-hmm. So um, think of the love that's involved here that he's going to come put on an earth suit and say in human form, this is who I am. Yeah. Yeah, it's a personal invitation to intimacy. It's super good. Yeah.
0: It's super good. Well, tell us your Life favorite changing. part of the Life book. Changing. That's I, I want to know what's your favorite part of the book.
1: It's hard to pick, and you had asked me that before. I'm I'm gonna go with chapter four at this time just because, and it's titled This Changes Everything. But how we view God affects so much of who we are and how we are. So the first one is, it affects how you relate to God. That's where I pose the question, do you see God as your heavenly Father who carries you when you're struggling, or as the Godfather, (laughs) <laughs> who mm-hmm. will break your bones if you cross him. So if God is the Godfather, you're going to relate mm-hmm. to him out of fear, intimidation, tactics, separation, distance. But if he's your loving heavenly father who birthed mm-hmm. you, not a figure of speech, but you have his DNA. Mm-hmm. The Greek word is sperma that he's rebirthed us, lifed us in Christ. If we have a uh, If we understand that we were birthed by his very own spirit and DNA, then we relate to him in faith, in trust, in closeness, and maybe most importantly, in dependence.
0: That's super good. In
1: depending upon him. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, and I tell the story about... Um, and you were you were at the church at the time when we heard this we were at the same church you and Brian me and Stacy all of us if you don't pay your tithe god will take it out of your hide mm-hmm. so <laughs> there's all these ultimatums that god is issuing and it's just hard to be intimate with a god you think might uh you know take all your family's finances mm-hmm. away might sends you another statement was that if he doesn't get his tithe, he'll take it out in doctor bills. So Mm -hmm. now there's this mindset that God's going to make Brian sick, you know, that he's going to send him to the hospital so he can collect the the debt that we Mm -hmm. owe him. And uh, guys, you need to understand God's not asking us for anything because He needs something. Whatever He's inviting us to is good for us. It's health to us. It's life to mm-hmm.
0: us. I want to go back to the page you were on because okay. um, I made several notes. So the the you've covered it, but the part the paragraph right before that, um, if you guys have a book, we're on page thirty six. But yeah. it says, uh, "How can you have an intimate relationship with a God you believe might take you out?" If your behavior is a little off. Yeah. And so we talked at the beginning how this value of living under God's new covenant, new economy, covenant economy is foundational. And right. Annie and I have talked and talked and talked about that to living connected to Him. And mm. this is why. That's right. That right there. How do you
1: relate securely and confidently mm-hmm. to a God you believe isn't committed in His love to you? If His right. goal is fellowship and intimacy, and I mentioned this uh, a prior Sunday, you've heard you guys heard me say: If you don't like worship, you won't like heaven. If you don't like intimacy with God and fellowshipping with Him mm-hmm. every day, you're not going to like heaven. And what I said was, it's easier to hide here than it will be there. <laughs> so, I remember you saying that, yeah. So why, why did he send himself in human form, reveal himself fully, his full nature? If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Why did he do that through Jesus Christ? <laughs> he did it so we would be drawn to him. We would understand that veil has been removed All the sin and separation, Mm -hmm. the fear and doubt, which were the first fruits of our transgression in Genesis in the Garden of Eden, he came to remove all that fear with what? Perfect love Mm -hmm. so that intimacy could be born. Once you have intimacy and union, then we can bear fruit after his kind. And that he really does desire for him to be revealed and seen on this earth. And Gretchen, there's so many people, not just here in Choctaw and Oklahoma, but throughout the world that need to see him right. as he is. If they see him, uh, they'll be drawn to him. Because like I said, he's approachable, he's trustable. He's even self-giving yes. love. I mean, he's paying the price for our own sin. That's why this book, I think, is so super important and why that that aligning mm-hmm. value that we live connected to Christ via, on a daily basis, intimately, via a new covenant right. economy is huge. super important. It's huge. And, and I'll, I'm going to go back to what you said. What are we saying? What are we saying by that? How can you have an intimate relationship with a God you believe might take you out mm-hmm. if your behavior is a little off?
0: Or or maybe your behavior in your eyes isn't a little off, but your spouse's is. Or yeah.
1: your child. Or your child, yeah. Or
0: your parent or somebody else you love, and man, what if they take you out?
1: So there's a gentleman here. If I gave you his name, you'd know immediately who he is. He's very well respected. He knows knows Jesus super well. He knows the Scripture Mm -hmm. as well as probably anybody at Grace Church. But he uh, has had struggles with a child Mm -hmm. that has lived waywardly, Mm -hmm. and you don't think the enemy comes Mm -hmm. to him and says, this is you, buddy, you know? Uh, you did this, mm-hmm. or now God's going to do this to you because you couldn't control your child or get them to live right. the way they should. And so we in should. order to resist condemnation mm-hmm. and guilt and shame and fear and separation that the enemy tries to bring him, he's got to he's got to know that he knows mm-hmm. that he knows yeah. this is not God's voice speaking to me right. right now. This is not in line with his nature, and it's not in line with the revelation of mm-hmm. Jesus
0: Christ. Yeah, no. so... Um, You've talked about it when you read this part about if God is the Godfather, you're going to relate to him out of fear. All of that. You read yeah. that paragraph, and exactly what you're talking about by this gentleman. So even with Brian and I, we ha- our oldest son's facing right. his third pre- prison sentence, mm-hmm. and he's 31. And so if we're if it's like all the things that we should have done differently, or all like, right. well, when you eat the scripture and you see that God, our Father is the life giver and the sustainer of all life. Mm-hmm. And and Jesus is Lord, which means absolute owner. Absolute owner. Mm-hmm. That carries the responsibility with it. It's not just Yeah. Like he's responsible for this man's right. child as well as our son and all of that. But yeah. but what you're talking about, I was reminded when I was reading this section is the truth trainer tool that uh donna duncan and i did a, a walk it out on you had mentioned it on a sunday morning but the fifth day in the truth trainer study you answer this question honestly in your journal okay. if i were to believe this passage is true as part of my life mm-hmm. how would this make me think behave and wow, feel? wow that's powerful and that's exactly uh, what yeah. this is talking about yeah. is it not totally so when totally. you're in a scripture Like these situations about children that we're talking about. Yeah. He bring he reminds me like, well, first of all, I'm not Lord. I'm not savior or father. Like those are the three words I go to when I have struggles about Mm -hmm. my son. Mm -hmm. He is. So like my hands are off. Mm -hmm. I do what I'm supposed to do. I love him well where he's at. That's, that's just where it at. So if I believe that those scriptures are true. Then how do I think? How do I behave? And how do I feel?
1: I thought immediately when you said that of John fourteen nine, and just okay, I'm going to lay this up against. Let's say somebody loses their job, and not because they called the boss an idiot or what you know. The, as far as they know, they didn't do right. anything, yeah. but they lost their job. So the enemy comes and says, "You know, you lost your job because of sin in your life, or you did this Sinning wrong." Heart. Yeah, sin in your heart. <laughs> it's kind of um, a joke around here. But if you lay that on John fourteen nine, Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen your father. Right. Well, we don't see that uh, trait or attitude right. in Christ. And we like to say Jesus is perfect theology mm-hmm. around here. That's why we say that, because we can lay scripture, we can lay a, a life situation up against his nature mm-hmm. and get a glimpse to the nature right. of God.
0: Right, right. Yeah. And so it's important to ask, like, if all that's true, in my life like as mm-hmm. if I believe it's true as part of my life yeah because we know it's true yeah but if I believe it is part of my life it's super good I think
1: another interesting thing is that goes with just how we respond based on who he is is over on uh, page 47 it how affects, that? yeah that's it
0: the one that I have all marked <laughs> up
1: <laughs> it affects how we relate to others uh, it's a law of life that who you believe God is and how you believe He interacts with you mm-hmm. determines how you will interact with others. Yeah. So if you see God as judge and jury, you're going to tend to be judge and jury to those around you. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, one of the great examples here is if there's a you know a flood in New Orleans and you've got this this Christian who uh, believes that God sent that flood, then why in the world? Mm-hmm. Would they run into New Orleans with bottled water and boats mm-hmm. and try to rescue people out of houses? I mean, you're basically opposing God's will if you believe that right. he's the one that brought all that death mm-hmm. and destruction. Right. So do you see how yeah. it just hamstrings, instead of running in there to be the hands and feet of Jesus because there's been a calamity right. happen, right. Uh, and we're going to put God on display through his love, kindness, and generosity, mm-hmm. that which we see in Christ, mm-hmm. Uh, he wasn't just nice to good people, Gretchen. Mm-hmm. He died for sinners. Mm-hmm. There's no greater love mm-hmm. than to give his own life. And the
0: whole world.
1: Yeah, for the whole world.
0: Not just yeah. He's not, not just the ones that right. were going to come to him. Not
1: just the ones mm-hmm. that were going to believe on him. Yeah. So that same Christ mm-hmm. is in us. That same Father is in us. That's why it's major important to get rid of any faulty belief mm-hmm. that somehow... Uh, god isn't christ-like right,
0: right. Yeah. so um i was reminded as i was reading it and and we didn't talk about what parts of this book we we're going to talk about at, yeah. at all but i was reminded in uh discipling we have what we call the mindset cycle so you're talking about if you have the mindset of god is uh, this yeah
1: major stronghold like yeah
0: you're going to then feel have feelings that support that mindset and behaviors and behavior. that support that mindset, right. which is going to feed more of that mindset instead of mm-hmm. having a kingdom mindset mm-hmm. of who he really is and his nature that That's then right. bring on the feelings that then bring on the behaviors that then support more of a kingdom.
1: Mindset, That's right. So. so again, just to expand on that, if your mindset is God desires to love and reveal himself to those broken and hurting people in that calamity, mm-hmm. It's going to affect how you feel, how your heart is moved, your right. emotions are moved towards them, and then it's going to bring forth behavior to go help. If your mindset is God is judge, jury, and you know right. executioner, and they're they're getting their just desserts, you're going to have feelings of judgment, feelings of condemnation for them, and then your behavior will be to throw stones right. rather than to go and try to help.
0: Right. Yeah. Super important that. You're, you think uh, and you have that mindset of, of the truth like all those scriptures you listed at the beginning mm-hmm. out of John and Hebrews and Colossians yep. and it's super important yeah. Right. Well, what else like is probably one of your big like you have to you have to read this section. I'm going to read one real quick while <laughs> All you right. find one. All right. So I don't know what chapter this is. This is on page 70. But you're talking about um, Ephesians 5, and Paul is saying the relationship of Christ and the church is comparable to the oneness, intimacy, and partnership that exists in a healthy husband-and-wife relationship. And so I think so many times, like, we as Christians use that as judgment um, about Others, so to speak. Yeah. But also the world does well. Okay, so you and Jesus, you as a Christian, as part of the church, and Jesus are supposed to look like oneness and intimacy and partnership, and you're really not right Mm -hmm. because it's supposed to be like Ephesians five. He's talking about marriage, but he's using it as an analogy to the church, Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So I think it's important that you understand, like, if if you're new, like. In the process of transformation, if you're on the left-hand side where you're in the becoming aware there's a new covenant, you're pondering what it is, you're kind of just starting to value it, and you haven't moved through that behavioral gap, it's important that you understand that it's about a healthy husband and wife relationship, not just a marriage, mm-hmm. but a way that a marriage is designed to be. So don't view his relationship with you compared to... An unhealthy marriage, maybe a marriage that you even had to experience, yeah. and I think that's uh, I think that's something we miss a lot of times when we talk about Ephesians and five, because yeah. we talk about it's a picture of marriage. Well,
1: not if it's a terrible marriage. Listen,
0: <laughs> my parents' first marriage, you no way, and then Brian and I's in different seasons. So like,
1: pe- people do man. the same thing with yeah. their father if their earthly dad mm-hmm. was a tyrant and destructive. Sometimes it's hard for them to not paint that picture of God, who we call our Heavenly Father. So again, it gets back mm-hmm. to the revelation of whether it's Christ as our husband or Christ as uh, being uh, the the true nature of our Heavenly right. Father that's going to bring forth intimacy, closeness, uh, love. Correction, mm-hmm. though, yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. But uh, even the word to, to discipline in Hebrews 6 is to... Uh, teach and train while with, mm-hmm. yeah. rather than mm-hmm. he, you know, forsakes us, throws us out of the house, whatever. Right.
0: He disciples us. Yeah. What do you got there?
1: Uh, it affects how you pray for the sick. If you think mm. God is the one making your neighbor sick, why on earth would you go to his house and pray for him? <laughs> mm-hmm. After all, you're opposing God's will. God put sickness. I say this in the book. Here's your loving father trying to make your neighbor sick. Yes, I'm joking. And mm-hmm. you're over there asking God to make him well. What are you thinking? <laughs> yeah. But my question is, if God is the one making everybody sick for their sins, why are you sick? Mm-hmm. Have you ever sinned? Uh, isn't the wages of sin death, according to Romans six twenty three? So what I mean by that, and I go on to just talk about God's not light on sin. The wages of mm-hmm. sin is death. If He's going to go around just mm-hmm. executing judgment and punishment for everybody's sin, He needs to kill us all. But here's the mystery of the gospel, or yeah. part of it, is that He crucified his son, Jesus Christ, death. Yeah. Uh, receiving that penalty for all of us in himself.
0: Yeah. I think I put ha ha on that part of the book. <laughs> like, that <laughs> yeah. is funny. Like, yeah. then why aren't you dead? Yeah. Or something like that. Or, exactly what or it
1: here's your loving father <laughs> trying to make your neighbor sick and you're over there praying that he'd be well. Right.
0: Right. Yeah. And if, if, this was really God. Then why don't you have the cancer? Because you have sin in your life. Yeah, you that's right. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> right.
1: and and so again, that's why it goes back to Christ. Because we never saw Christ put sickness mm-hmm. on anybody. We did see him heal people. Mm-hmm. We did see that. So that's mm-hmm. the true revelation. And we saw of God's natural
0: heart. byproducts of sin. You know, yeah. If if I go, if I just drink Dr Pepper ices for the rest of my life, I'm probably gonna have some kidney issues. Yeah. Right, right. It, kidney it stones. It's just as a fact. So, one other thing I want to point out before we close, and okay. then if you have anything else, I want to read Colossians two six because I saw this all over, and I don't know exactly what chapter this is. cuts kind of towards the back, but um, I need to like highlight the chapters so I know mm-hmm. we're there. I think chapter six, but um, which I don't even know the name of it, the chapter. But Colossians two six says, "As you therefore have received." Christ Jesus, the Lord, Mm -hmm. so walk in him. And that is the scripture he gave me for this live stream called Walk It Out, is as you have received him, Jesus, now go walk in him. And when you eat that, that word received is not past tense. It is present and future.
1: Yeah, present, ongoing.
0: Even though Mm -hmm. when you read it in our English language, it's written with Mm -hmm. an ED, which... We've all learned means past, right? Yeah. And so, uh, page seventy three and seventy eight are the two where I wrote two places where I wrote Colossians two six, and it says these two major growth inducing revelations: God's view of you, who you are, and who He is, happened through you spending time in Scripture, time with the Holy Spirit, and time walking out the things He shows you. And so, just like that, keep receiving of Him, mm-hmm. and then and then go walk Him out, and then. Uh, You did not cause your union with Christ. You did not cause your connection to Him. You merely consented to it. And yet it is your choice to live in the reality. It is your choice to walk in truth, set your mind on truth, and live in truth. And so if you truly have received Christ, not just salvation— well, it's continual; it's present and future. Keep
1: on receiving. Mm-hmm. It's not a one-time receiving at the altar. Yay! Yeah. I've got a ticket to heaven. Yeah, you get born again and lived initially yeah. the noun, but now the verb takes mm-hmm. right. <laughs> takes uh, takes place, and we're constantly receiving, and we call that faith. Right. God is gracious. God's grace and His power and His presence are supplied right. through our simple faith and receptivity. I think my final thought is comes from chapter two. God in human form, but Colossians two nine. Mm-hmm. So just a few mm-hmm. verses down. For in Christ lives all the fullness of God in a human body. Yeah, that's what you need good. to know. In Christ lives all the fullness of God in a human body.
0: So if if they'll receive that today and future mm-hmm. as truth and reality right. in their life, mm-hmm. we know it's truth and reality. But in their life, then they'll walk that out.
1: They'll live that reality. Yeah. They'll experience it. Mm-hmm. It it is reality. This is true. This is reality. But God wants us and invites us yeah. to experience the the life, the joy, and the peace of the real yeah. reality. And Man, that's true. You even that's said the it, Blessing of
0: truth. I in one of the parts that I read, I, can't, I it may have been that mindset cycle section that I wrote mindset cycle by it. But um, you said our perception is our reality mm-hmm. in the sense of, and so that's what we're talking about. We're a, we're asking you to partner with the kingdom reality which is really reality that's right with your perception which is what you think your reality is that's right (laughs) like marry them together yeah
1: and let his reality Mm -hmm. become the greater reality we call it the parent reality yeah yeah amen
0: it's super good so i encourage you you know uh one of the questions i had from one of my boys is like hey why are you asking us to read this when we hear it all the time and we just talked about like you can't get i mean you can't get enough truth Within you, Mm -hmm. but also like they'll never long to set with him if they don't see him as he really is. Yeah. And and my heart for them is that they walk in truth. They know truth like that is my heart. Well, and just like
1: people have said with the true you so many times, you can't hear it enough because we tend to default. To transaction and mm-hmm. performance. We just because it's the world, kind of the flesh and all that that uh that lives there right. and we live in. So it's just good to constantly have our mind washed mm-hmm. with our identity comes from Christ. Christ is the revelation right. of who God is.
0: And if we if we have the mindset, I'm gonna to speak to those of you that have been here for a while. <laughs> yeah. But if we have the mindset, like I don't need to read that, I hear it all the time, or I already know that then you need to set with the Lord about pride in your heart
1: because that means you're not
0: teachable <laughs> yeah. for whatever he wants to show you. So scriptures are just a picture on a page until they come alive to us. Mm-hmm. Like you can read one scripture every day your entire life and then all of a sudden it's going to jump off the page to you. And then one day you'll actually start living it. And so it's the same with any of this stuff. It's, mm-hmm. it's vitally important that yeah. you continue to get this truth within you you can right. help others, but also for you. So, That's
1: right. Anyway, and there's things good. in this book. I'm sure that I have said many times. There's other things I probably never said, or I said mm-hmm. it in a different way. So,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, or we're not all at once. Yeah, they're right. just like pieces. I know when, yeah. when Annie and I were doing the last walk it out, um, we talked to you about resources at the end, and one of them was, okay, where have you taught this? And it was just pieces, yeah. you know. So, uh-huh. we'll pray for us, will you? Yeah,
1: thanks for having me on. Hey,
0: thanks, and thanks for writing the book.
1: Yeah, Father, thank you for, um, you know, this time. We do pray for everybody watching and listening. Lord, for this seed to take root within them, that you, in fact, as their Heavenly Father, are Christ-like, and that Jesus Christ is the perfect Mm -hmm. and personal revelation that you gave, not some man, (laughs) you gave of yourself. Lord, you've argued this point. Christ is the revelation that you have given of your very self. And it's perfect and personal. And so we just pray, Father, every other faulty belief and lie and deception would be washed out and washed away in Jesus' name. And Lord, that it would foster now intimacy, oneness, union, and connection with you on a daily basis. We love you. In Jesus' name. Amen.